Hey, hey, welcome to LDS Transitions. So the last few days have been quite sobering and difficult for me. Uh, one morning I woke up with a lot of... Well, I didn't wake up with a lot of angst but, or anxiety, but um, my mind started racing and you know how that goes where it's hard to get back to sleep. Um, my mind just started racing towards how much I feel boxed in and you know I'm in a pressure cooker where it's ready to go off type thing. And not that I'm at that point, but it is getting there. Uh, and I made a comment on Facebook about how, you know, hey, I could see how it could easily go to, to be suicidal. Um, because I, when you're boxed in, and you feel like you have nowhere else to go, your mind will go to places that normally it wouldn't. Um, I'm in a mixed-faith marriage where I can't reason with my wife. I don't feel free to worship spiritually how I kind of see the world um, as far as deity or a universal power type thing. Um, I have to teach the narrative. Um, I have to pretend like everything's okay with the narrative I grew up with, which I don't see. So I'm in this conflict. I've got a looming baptism for one of my children, and I've got um, a lot of other pressures just kind of pounding in on me. Um, and so it's easy to get overwhelmed when I shared that, and you know, some people were like, hey, you know, have you considered counseling and stuff? And I expressed how, yeah, we tried LDS social services for my wife's benefit. I wanted her to feel safe, and, well, you can imagine how that went. Um, it wasn't good because um, my wife did get support, um, but there's no real therapeutic about it. And she's like, well, I guess I can't really help you out much. <laughs> I'm just like, whatever. Um, you know, I I dreamt dropped a lot of f-bombs in my original post and it's good it's therapeutic to get it out there um it's healthy to be able to process and to express your anxieties your frustrations um to help the kettle from over boiling from building up pressure and i feel support the online community is awesome um, I've never felt so much love, genuine love, of people that understand mourning with those that mourn. They've been there. They understand. They get what Dark Night of the Soul is. They get um, what it's like to be in a mixed-faith marriage. They get what it's like to come out of a mixed-faith marriage from one that ends in divorce. And how they cope, hopefully, in a in um, in a positive outlook, or maybe how they're coping with not a positive outlook with kids involved, 
and uh, co-parenting not going that great. Um, so I don't know why I do this, but I'll reach out to Fair, and so I reached out to Fair, and my purpose was more or less to say, hey. Why isn't there something for mixed faith couples where the one that has transitioned can feel safe? Basically. I didn't use those words. Um, and I gave a lot more background and stuff. And I said, I just want to feel safe. I want to be able to worship my way without judgment. Um... You know, and uh, we went back and forth with an individual, or I did. Uh, it wasn't a we statement, it was an I statement. And, um, you know, genuinely nice guy. He's a bishop, I get his place spiritually, you know, I don't align with his thinking or his process. Um... Well, then yesterday, uh, Kwaku, and I may be saying his name wrong, and I don't really care. The guy's a prick. Um, he, with some others, are producing these videos that help, um, that I think is target our audiences to young adults and uh, to youth, where they're going to see that content they're going to say, oh, hey, look, the ex-Mormon or post-Mormon or the apostates, they're just ridiculous. They're just stupid. They don't look at the issues. You know, they, they see one thing and they take it out of context. And and it's kind of a an act that they're putting in on because they're... The persona that they give off is very sarcastic um it is quite crude well I that may sound wrong but to me it's quite crude for someone that holds the lord's priesthood authority where they have been given power from god and have the power of ministering of angels to help them that are to embody the characteristics of Christ and become as Christ as they hold his power and authority. And, uh, you know, part of my conversation is just um, with this person from FAIR. He, uh, you know, he mentioned that, yeah, I should, there shouldn't be any problem with me baptizing my child. But a confirmation, there would be an issue. Because I'm not paying my tithing. <laughs> so, yeah, the shit's going to hit the fan when my wife hears that. That may push the envelope a bit too far. Where I'm finding somewhere else to live. Because I can't confirm my daughter because I'm not paying tithing 
and <laughs> so um, John replied back uh, the guy from Fair I don't I know his last well I have his last name documented but I'm not going to give it I don't remember it so um, to say it anyway but uh, let's say his name's John <laughs> um, <laughs> great guy I have no qualms with him it's just a perspective thing and where he's at versus where I'm at but uh you know he's giving this presentation or this aspect not presentation he's given this narrative in his um email back to me about you know that you know general authorities or powers that be have indicated that those that officiate in the higher priesthood ordinances need to be able to show some sign of sacrifice. <laughs> My family's on the altar being sacrificed. My all is on the freaking line. Think I'm trying to rob God? I don't care about money. God can take everything I have. I'm trying to keep my freaking family. It isn't about faith. This isn't about what is truth or what is not. I'm trying to save my freaking family from falling apart and you're telling me that you that this church has all the truth and power in this world that God is at the head but there's no other way there is no other way you're telling me that people like Kwaku, Kwaku can go and act in that way and hold the priesthood of God and perform ordinances, saving ordinances of salvation. And they can act the way they can. But yet me, who can't be able to reason out the issues with the church, and there's so many of them. And there's been so much whitewashing. And there's been so much victim shaming. Victim shaming as in, hey, uh, someone was raped. Well, what were you wearing? Who the freak cares what they're wearing? Like they own part of the blame for the rape? Give me a break. Well, you were just asking for it. Give me a break, okay? What, what are some other ways? How about victim shaming for those that have had sexual abuse in their family and the church could have helped prevent it? They try to stand up. The church tries to hide the issues and they go to court and they're just shamed over and over and over again. 
And then when they keep speaking up, they say that the the church says they're being persecuted. <laughs> really? Or what about the family that's gone through a mixed faith marriage? That's gone through a faith transition of some sort. And they, their quote unquote eternal salvation's on the line. Or the one that's transitioned is in risk of losing everything in his society. Everything in his society that he knows of. Not because he is an apostate trying to take down the church. Not because he's an apostate for trying to learn truth. Not because he's an apostate fighting for the devil to destroy all mankind. That all mankind can be miserable like unto himself. No, the guy is just trying to save his family. Just trying to save his family from being split up. You know, I'd love for my wife to be able to listen to this. But she'll be like, no, you've changed. You're different. You don't think like I do anymore. Yeah, I'm thinking out of the box. Doesn't change who I am. I'm not some devil. I'm just trying to survive. I'm trying to find truth. And the truth that I had put so much blind faith in has shown over and over and over again with years of study and contemplation that it's not the narrative that I grew up with. It is so distant from that narrative. So what am I to do? Am I to just lay down and wither away? Am I to stand up and fight for my family? Am I to just walk away and be the bad guy? Yeah, dad sinned. He's not going to be with, living with us anymore. He's not choosing Heavenly Father's plan. I mean, what narrative is she going to say? Because as a mom that's trying to live the narrative, trying to teach children right, and have them not slip into the narrative that, you know, that their father slipped into, she's got to paint me as a bad guy. You know, and then it comes to risk of, well, you see in the courts... They're not going to get intertwined with religious stuff. 
because, you know, there's a whole separation of state and, you know, and religion and, um, so what's going to happen? What is going to happen? They're going to take the mother's side. The nurturing aspects. Rightfully so. My wife has qualities that... That I don't seem to possess on many, many levels. My children would benefit by being with her. And so much more so than me. But what will my visitations... What will... my co-parenting look like? Will I be this evil villain? Will I have destroyed all hopes of the future that my wife has held? You know, we can already throw out being, you know, mission presidents. You know. Um... We can already throw out going on a mission for the church. They they want a Melchizedek priesthood holder that's paying their tithing that can answer all the questions appropriately. So this is what I'm stuck with. Is I'm stuck with losing my family. Every time the considerations of baptism comes up, any talk or hint of it, it puts me in a tailspin. Any talk of tithing puts me in a tailspin. Why can't we just talk about Jesus and his love and grace? Why can't we maybe focus more on loving your neighbor, loving God, seeking personal revelation? Is that so foreign? Why are we focusing so much on a scripture that Christ gave about robbing God and the emphasis on that in 3rd Nephi? I get it. But from the New Testament, it doesn't coincide. The Christ in the New Testament and the Christ in the Book of Mormon is vast, is very different in persona. Sure, he's tender with the children, but how many people did he kill or cause to be killed, the wicked, in order for him to come and visit with them and to bless and heal them? Well, sorry, I, this isn't my focus. My focus is my family. I'm at a loss because there's no great path for me. Sure, I could try to push my wife towards, you know, anti-material that, you know, 
the problem is is that the apologists out there and those that are faithful are going to minimize everything. You know, when I talked to John about Quakus, Quakus uh, response, and I talked about how he wasn't representing someone that holds the priesthood. He didn't address that at all. I read his response this morning. He didn't even touch on it. His focus was on what I can do to align myself, to be able to, you know, be okay with not confirming my daughter. That's going to just unravel my wife. He, he, I don't think he understands that. Um, or that... Or that I, uh, you know, start paying the church money. Forget saving. Forget saving for purchasing that house. Forget saving for retirement. Forget saving for anything because... The wife's got a shopping spree freaking habit that it's like, hey, there's money in the bank. Sweet. Yeah, and that's a whole nother conversation. Yeah, I've got financial issues that I have to address. But when you're in a mixed faith marriage and your wife isn't giving you a safe place where there's that narrow safety no trust or very little trust you can't work on budget issues you're just trying to survive so my my counsel to you don't be like me and if you are like me when you're badass right you're going through a lot of hellish crap right now. Or if you've been like me, hopefully the response is, you know, I came out it on on it on a bad end, not the ideal end, but things are good. Things are good. They get better. That's what I have to have a hope for. Things end in divorce. I have to hope for the best. If things where my kids are turned against me, I have to hope for the best. If my wife leaves the church, that would be awesome. Because then we're back on the same page. But I give that very little chance. Very little chance. Um... So what do I do? I keep going day to day. But you get the point where someone feels trapped. Where they don't feel like they can go forward or backwards. That's why I expressed this originally. If you need help, get help. And I'm talking reflectively to myself as well. 
I have to be able to realize that this can go apeshit bad pretty quickly. I also realize that it's the Christmas season, you know, hey, happy holidays. I hope everyone's enjoying Light the World from all your family and friends on Facebook. I guess Instagram as well. Just hope you feel really touched by the sincerity and how such a blessed time of year this is. Maybe we can go and throw some cash in the big box and hit the little uh, buy a sheep or whatever. Not that that money goes there, you know. But it's a good thought. It could, right? Just kind of like on your tithing envelope, how it talks about, you know, that just because you write it in for a given thing doesn't mean it's going to go to that, so... Yeah, we've got enough money in the missionary fund. Let's send this to property management to invest in properties. And then, you know, we'll put it in the property fund that, as it vests and whatnot, you know, we'll we'll use that fund for missionaries, maybe. Unless we have to, you know, fix a fix a bank that's gone under or maybe build them all yeah the sarcasm does help for me to process stuff well I'm going to leave you with this I've processed a lot and it's good to have a verbal and I hope it helps someone out there if not I'm sorry, but take care, y'all. Much love. Be strong. Be true to yourself. Be authentic. Take care.